Welcome to the Power of Investing in People podcast. I am your host, Shay Sparks, Chief Excitement Officer of Sparks of Fire International, where we spark leaders in transition who are unclear, go from fear to fired up about their life and business. And if you wish to talk more in depth about coaching, heart and mind fitness, brainstorming for your business, podcasting, and or veteran resources, connect with me, Shay, today at the Calendly link in the show notes on your podcast platform. And today, our guest is the amazing Melissa Sobers. I'm so excited to have you here, Melissa. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I am excited too. It's been so long since we've had a chat. I know. I know. And for those of you who are like, oh my gosh, have they known each other? So yes, we've known each other. You'll have to go back to the Vintage series just a few weeks ago on Look Her Up because we definitely recorded, gosh, when was that? 2018 for the first time. And it was in person and I didn't have the best equipment, but the message was still there. And so now you have just transformed in this incredible being and so (laughs) a light being. And so I just, I'm so excited to be able to, you know, to share the, where are you now? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I listened to it. I re-listened to our old interview last night and I was like, whoa, okay. My life is completely different. Right. I had no idea all this beautiful, this magic and beautiful things were happening. I mean, I loved my life back then, so it wasn't bad, but I really had no idea how, just how magical it was about to get. So. Yes, I know. And I can't wait to dive into that magic. But first of all, for those of you who don't know, Melissa Sovers has been fascinated with the subconscious mind, the quantum field, manifestation, and expanding consciousness. Her curiosity led her to develop a holistic healing approach rooted in science, psychology, and spirituality. She helps clients heal their hearts, expand their consciousness, raise their, vi- raise their vibe, and manifest a life of joy, love, abundance, and freedom using modalities such as beyond quantum healing, spiritual hypnosis, breathwork, cacao ceremonies, and heart-centered coaching. We invite you to connect with her on her website at healandexpand.com. So Melissa, because you have now, again, like I said before, just transformed into this magical human being, please tell us where are you now and what, what does that all mean that you're doing all these different things? Right, right. So essentially what happened was I went through my own transformation process and I kept getting these pings, these downloads, these messages, whatever you want to call them to go in a different direction with my business. And at first I resisted that because I was like, wait a second, everything's going very well. (laughs) You know, why would I want to do something different? And secondly, I resisted it because I didn't have any idea what the next thing was, but I just kept following, you know, one message at a time, just Mm. kind of, kind of took a little bit at a time and titrated this transformation. And eventually everything switched me from being an entrepreneur, owning a co-working space, owning a alcohol-free pop-up bar um, to becoming a healer. 
to becoming a hypnotherapist, a quantum hypnosis practitioner, a breathwork facilitator, you know, um, coming up with all these beautiful workshops and transformation programs for my clients. And all of that was because I went through that metaphor, metamorphosis, I went through that transformation myself. And then I kind of found these methods and modalities that all work together very beautifully to help people get to their subconscious, help them to get to their heart, help them to drop into their bodies and really get to the root of the problems so that they could heal. Mm. I love, love, love hearing all that. (laughs) And it's so amazing to, you know, just to think back of, you know, when our audience listens back to that first episode, uh, our first interview together, to see that you are really just kind of in the very beginning stages of stepping into the sober, curious, alcohol-free events. And now Mm -hmm. to see how much clarity has happened (laughs) when you become, you know, you stop drinking of where your next step is. And I just love from a bystander on social media and your friend, just being able to watch it unfold for you. Cause I can just, you can see it in your, your whole spirit light up over the last few years. So it's, it's been, I'm honored to have watched it too. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. And I think that's, you hit on something that's very important. When we take something out like alcohol or some other sort of substance that we kind of relied on for, you know, for fun or for connection, and we take that out, then all of a sudden we, we have a void, you know, we have a void. Yeah. 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 And that is a void is where things are created from. And this clarity, it really was an internal clarity. It, it just kind of cleared away the cobwebs and had me sit in this void for kind of a long time, honestly. And the, the old Melissa would have been like, oh, I got to figure this out right now. Like, I need to know exactly which direction I'm going in right this very moment. But the, the new Melissa sat in that <laughs> very uncomfortable void for a very long time and just let the process unfold and let mm. the path be revealed and just took one step at a time, you know, one step at a time. And then the path that was revealed was just so magical and so um, expansive that there's no way I could have predicted any of this. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. You know, it, it, it's interesting because I think as well, one as leaders, as especially entrepreneurs, we are two things more than anything else. I, I truly believe we are hyper achievers and we are controllers. Right. And so a lot of times what you said, or let me back up. So what you, I heard was, is that you took time to sit in that void by surrendering. Mm. which is almost such a huge, dirty word when you're an entrepreneur, because you're like been beat over the head with, no, you have to plan. You have Mm. to control what's going, where the direction you're going. So where did you get the wisdom to really just sit and be and surrender in that void rather than hurrying up and filling it with just another thing? Yeah. Oh, that is, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, because I had been 
filling the voids for so many years and never having a void. Yeah, it was super uncomfortable. It was definitely a surrender. It was a uh, test of my faith and my trust in the process and in the, the bigger plan that the universe had for me. And I had got, I got a couple of glimpses along the way that it was going to be completely different than the path that I was already on. Mm-hmm. And, and I knew the path I was already on was a comfortable path. You know, the path I already had, had already walked was comfortable, but I had a couple of glimpses that it was going to be bigger, more expansive. And, and I really tapped into my heart's wisdom and my heart's spirit mm-hmm. um, and the whispers of my heart and really felt like, okay, if I can trust and just be uncomfortable for a little bit, then what's on the other side of that is going to be so expansive and so magical and and so aligned with my most authentic self Mm. that if I can just trust and be in this void for a little bit, then, you know, I, I was also super curious too, right? Right. Yeah. It was like, Okay, I knew something bigger was coming and I knew I wanted to be ready for it. So during that that period of voidism, <laughs> I don't even know what you want to call it, during yeah. that void, during that spacious period, I knew that I had several things I wanted to heal and I several things where I wanted to several several excuse me, several areas that I wanted to heal, several things that I wanted to learn several things that I just really wanted to dig into. So I just really used that void time to learn and to explore and to really tap into my curiosity and my creativity. And I kind of, this, one of the things I say is that our souls keep on trying things on until they find something that fits. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. And so that's what I did. It's like, my soul was like, just try this and just try that. Okay, how about you go to this workshop? How about you take this course? You know, listen to this podcast, read this book. And I was like, okay, all right. I don't, none of this is making any sense, but I'll do it. And I just followed my curiosity and I started making lists, you know, like, okay, what am I curious about? Mm. You know, what, what really lights me up? Mm-hmm. What really makes my heart sing? And I just started following those, those little pings and those little drops and breadcrumbs, if, if you want to say, mm-hmm. and they all led me to this beautiful place. I love, love, love to hear this because from my own experience, I call that, well, first of all, it's a time of surrender, most definitely, but it's also for me, it was curious exploration. Mm-hmm. And I feel a hundred thousand times percent that you have to take that thing that's showing up right now, because it literally is going to open a door for the next thing to come in. Mm. And if you hadn't have done that, you would have never have been able to get to that next step. So it's, it's following the breadcrumbs, like you said, and doing it from a place of, like you said, the curiosity, because when you put that whole control onto it and oh, but I have to get this done and all these stipulations around it. That's when your creativity goes away. And that's also when the trust that you talked about goes away. So I'm just curious, did you have a difficult time or was it easy peasy trusting the process? Oh, it was definitely not easy, especially the timing of everything, because 
I sold my business, my brick and mortar business in March of 2020. Wow. And it, like literally five days before the city shut down. Wow. And oh, I got chills. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I didn't realize that was the timing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously everyone was uncomfortable during that time. It's not sure. just me. And everyone was going through their own, like, okay, what's next? And how do I quote unquote survive? You know, mm-hmm. literally, like I now don't have a business and I don't know what the next business is. And yeah, the trust. Yeah. Okay. So it's just, it was as if like that door had closed there. I was in that void and I'm following the curiosity. I'm learning more about myself. I am figuring out the things that light me up and I just keep following those paths and those steps towards that path. And I started to really get just like excitement about different things. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I knew like, okay, that's the path to go on. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about like, one of the things that I believe that once our souls find um, our most authentic selves, then they are joyous and they just like jump, jump for joy. And they're so excited and they wake up every morning and they're ready to go. And once I started to kind of get those clues as to what my most authentic self was and what really lit me up and what got me out of bed every morning, then, then, you know, I just kind of followed those little pings again, or it, it all comes back to listening. (laughs) Agreed. Yeah. You know, I think, I think I keep kind of repeating the same thing over and over and over again, but what I'm trying to say is once I started listening to Mm. my heart. And once I started really taking some inspired action and following those clues, then, then more things came into my awareness. And, and that's just it, right? We cloud our awareness with distractions and Mm. um, trying to escape or trying to stuff or trying to like, you know, just go a different direction because we don't know where we're going mm-hmm. but if we can just sit in that discomfort and then the, <laughs> then the stuff kind of starts to show up and then we start yeah. to get excited yeah and then we have less opportunity to stuff and escape and you know run away from the discomfort so yeah I, I love this and, and so the listening part I'm just thinking about my own path you know there. For me, I love to journal and that's, and and mm. for me, it's kind of like prayer and meditation at the same time for me. Yes. And so I was really diligent about every single morning getting up and writing in that prayer journal is what I call it. But then it was the meditation part of just waiting and sitting if, with a question and allowing mm. the answer to show through whether it be in my heart, my writing, my mind, you know, wherever it showed up, but allowing that in the beginning to just show up. Mm -hmm. And that's the process of, oh, well, maybe I need to like go look for an improv class. I mean, out of the blue, random stuff would show up like that. And it's just been fascinating to think back to my, you know, journey like six, seven years ago to where I am now. And I'm like, okay, I would never have guessed like you said, I would never March of 2020. I would never have guessed that this is where I'm doing or what right. I, where I am. And I think for our listeners that our viewers that is, you know, listening to this, there's something that happens to you when you take that time to surrender, to trust, and then to listen. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then to take the action with mm-hmm. curiosity, because that's mm-hmm. the final step, right? Is that that action piece and following that breadcrumb and going, oh, well, what if I did that? What would happen rather than mm-hmm. saying, okay, what's all the bad that could happen if I did that? Mm-hmm. Because there's a million things bad that could happen. And yet, what if it was good? What if I needed to be there? Yeah. 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 So what was the first you said you took all these events and workshops and stuff. So do you remember if there was one that was that you started with first that really like stood out to you? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So crazy. Early March, 2020, I went to a breathwork journey and during the breathwork journey, I got the download that I was supposed to be a breathwork facilitator. And I was like, what me breathwork. And then I was like, oh yeah. Yeah me breath work. This is super powerful. And even though I was like, I don't know if how to do this. I don't know how to get the training. I, I didn't know any of the next steps. I just thought, I had just had a profound experience mm-hmm. and how cool it would it be if I could provide this type of experience for other people. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that I was the that. first big one. Yeah. That was the first big one. That's awesome. Yeah. And then when you decided to go down that path, was there another breadcrumb that stood out to you that oh, you were yeah. like, oh yeah, here's the next one. Cause it's literally to me, I, I mean, I love that you say the breadcrumbs for me, it's the next door. Then automatically, because you went down that path, the next door opens. Mm. So crazy. I woke up at 3 a.m. on January 29th, of 2021, that with a message that said I was supposed to become a hypnotherapist. And it even told me which website to go to and which class to sign up for. I love it. And I went to the website, signed up for the class, and it started three days later. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. I mean, you can't be more clear than that. Right. Right. And you can't make this up. (laughs) You cannot make this up. (laughs) I I just was like, well, okay. All right. I'll sign up. And I literally was just like on my computer at 3 a.m. signing up for hypnotherapy school. And then hypnotherapy school took took me to become a beyond quantum hypnosis practitioner and Mm. then an energy healer and then a cacao ceremonialist and it just everything just kind of kept adding up and I just kept listening and following the path and you know as we've already said here we are (laughs) I love it I love it so now what do you you know I, I wasn't able to attend before I moved away from the Kansas City area but I will be back in the summer so I can't wait to attend so tell us now where you used to facilitate meetings and co-working space and and networking (laughs) events. Tell us now what you facilitate. Yeah. Yeah. So part of, part of discovering my most, my authentic code, you know, in going through this process, one of the things that I value deeply is connection and community. And so in June 2021, I started a, an event, a weekly event called Sunset Breathwork, and it started out at the Nelson, um, on the lawn at the Nelson during the whole summer and, and early fall, and then we continued it inside all year. So we are about to hit our one-year anniversary of Sunset Breathwork. 
And it is every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. in Kansas City. And what I offer is a community breathwork journey. Mm. And this breathwork journey is something like most people have never experienced before. A lot of people have experienced breathwork in yoga class, but this Mm. is completely different. This takes you on an inward journey to connect with your body, to connect with your heart, to connect with the quantum field and the spiritual realm and your inner guide and God or the universe or whatever you may believe in. It is just a magical journey for each individual person, but it is also in community. And so we we have created, and I say we because I'm leading it and guiding it, but really it's this community that is coming together and building. We have created a, you know, a touch point every single month, or excuse me, every single week that somebody can come to and know that they are supported by mm. their fellow humans. And we breathe together in community. I say we breathe in community and we breathe in community. Mm, I love know? that. So, yeah. 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 It's I love beautiful. that. And you've also done a, a retreat in Mexico with uh, my friend, yes. Jen, the nutritionist. Yes. yes. Yes, Jen Suzuki asked me to be a part of the um, retreat in Yalapa, Mexico in January. And so I went there and facilitated group breathwork journey, you know, right there on the ocean, Mm. you know, at sunset in Mexico. So that was beautiful. And then I also offered one-on-one quantum healing sessions to the participants. And that was beautiful. Nice, nice. So now that you've embrace your magic. <laughs> uh, Cause that's just how it feels to me. since uh, knowing you from before to where you are now. That's what literally what it feels to me. Embrace uh, your magic, your, your gifts, your, your spiritual side, mm, really. What okay. is next for you? Where, mm. where do you see possible door opening or potential door opening? Cause we know that mm. now that we're not in that mindset anymore, we know we don't control. Mm. So, you know, where, where do you, see yourself potential going forward? Mm, Thank you for this question, because I have channeled a quantum manifestation process that I teach to other people, and I use that process myself. Mm. And the vision that I have for my work is to reach as many people as possible. And so I will be doing a lot of group programs, group workshops, group events, group retreats. Yeah. I will be doing a ton of those. So I've got a program. I've got the quantum manifestation program going on. I've got a program for people who are ready to give up whatever is holding them back. Maybe that's alcohol. Maybe it's another Mm -hmm. substance. Maybe it's even just some um, bad habits or bad patterns that they're in. I've got a full day retreat, a half day retreat, or excuse me, a a full day retreat, a two day retreat. I've got Sunset Breath Fest, which will be a festival in Kansas City to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Sunset Breath Work. Mm. I will be working with other practitioners and other facilitators across Kansas City and really across the world. So Mm -hmm. really my intention is to share my gifts and my work with as many people as possible. 
Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love this for you. This is so exciting. <laughs> Thank you. So exciting. So if someone's listening and they're like, okay, y'all are crazy. What the heck is quantum <laughs> healing? What did she say? Breath work. What, 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 I mean, yes. inhale, I exhale. What is she talking about? Right, right. So can you kind of d- describe what all of this is a little bit further? Yeah. So breath work and quantum hypnosis, really any of the modalities that I use are, are to help us, you know, disconnect from our thinking critical mind and drop into our bodies, drop into our hearts, and then connect to something outside of us. So whatever that is, maybe that is the quantum field. It's the spiritual realm. It is our higher self. It's, you know, our mind is made up of 10% conscious thought and 90% subconscious. Mm-hmm. So everything, all the magic, all, all of your our programs, our um, beliefs, our habits, our trauma, our memories, our emotions, everything is stuck or not stuck. Everything resides in the subconscious. And we also hold a lot of that stuff in our bodies. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, that there is a book called the body keeps a score. Yes. And it is so true. I had a client last week that specifically she had three different memories and emotions stuck in her body that, mm. that were surfaced during our session. And I was able to help her clear those through quantum hypnosis and breath work combined. And that is why I have spent, been directed <laughs> and been guided to all of these very specific types of modalities because they can really help us get out of our minds and into our bodies and into our subconscious and make that connection with the higher realms so that we can clear this stuff out. And then once we clear this out, then we can be, you know, we can manifest the life of our dreams, really. Yeah. Yeah. I love this and I love it because it, it sounds like, first of all, for those of us who are so like constantly thinking, creating, doing those types of things, we forget that there's this whole other side, right. To our, who we are. And that is the feeling side. That is the the body Mm. side. So sometimes we might be going through life and we get this, like my neck hurts and my shoulder, you know, I have this bad knee and we don't realize that that could literally be something that we've been holding onto figuratively and literally right. Yeah. Holding on to. And I you know with my own, my own process and my own healing journey, I am certified in Reiki too. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to now like kind of help identify what's going on with myself, but also help identify what's going on with other people is such a, a gift. And, you know, it might be wrong. It might be right. But what's fascinating to me is just having that conversation and being willing to have that conversation about it. It lessens the pain. Mm-hmm. Disharmony, disease, discomfort all starts in our energy bodies. Yes. And like you said, and then it gets into our physical bodies and it, it just stays there. And like you said, getting into really the emotional aspect of it and emotions are energy in motion. Emotion. 
Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes they get stuck in our bodies because we have not had that opportunity to let them flow out, to let them cycle out. And so that's part of what the breath work specifically, it's very physical that using your breath literally to clear out old emotions and stuck memories and trauma and just all of those things that are, we, we can't see because they're be below the surface. And once we kind of can bring them up and then just clear them out, then it creates that space for something new to come in. So when you say it creates that space, does it create a void like what you were describing in the beginning? I think it can create some void for some people, like, you know, in a good way, as yeah. we've already discussed, this void sometimes is kind of uncomfortable, but it can create some space. I think most people, once they start, once they start kind of dislodging this and letting it flow out, then they find just like this peace, this mm. peace and contentment. And um, they, they feel a heart connection and they start to connect with other people and they start to really feel into what is their connection with their higher higher self what is their connection connection with the universe or source or spirit or god whatever you may want to call it so i do think it does create some space but then it it creates space for those things that are meant for them to come to them so mm -hmm. like a magnetism yes yes i love that and and truthfully i i also believe that when that void shows up you have to fill it with something. So choose to fill it with something good, love and light. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and in that time where you were speaking about before, even though it was a time of surrender, you were filling it up with love for yourself. You were doing mm -hmm. self-care, you were healing. So you were taking that time to really do the work, as we say, mm -hmm. to be able to help you to the next step. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I could show you how my pedometer during that time, <laughs> I took a lot of walks in nature. <laughs> Which is also such a peaceful practice to do, right? And to just get one with yourself and your breath and your movement, your action mm -hmm. and being able to, to process whatever it is or think or, you know, just say, hey, God, what do you what do you need me to know right now? Yeah, yeah. Just being open to the messages. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's that simple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love this. I love this. So what do you, where do people connect with you? Where do you think social media to, how do they sign up for these? And they're like, uh, sign me up. I'm coming to Kansas city for this <laughs> breath work. That sounds amazing. You know, do you have a website yeah. Eventbrite? Yeah. Yes. So mostly on Instagram at, at Melissa Sobers, that's where they can reach me you know, just DM me or, you know, shoot me a message, healandexpand.com. And the reason I chose heal and expand is because that's really my focus for my clients is to help them heal their heart and expand their consciousness. So every event, all of the one-on-one -on -one sessions, all of that is listed on healandexpand.com and on Instagram. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And I know that you have been sober for a while. So how long has it been total now? It's almost six years. Oh my God. That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. I listened to our old interview or our previous interview. And I think it was two and a half years at that I time. Know. And I'm like, it's almost six years. I know. Is that crazy? Yeah, I love it. So I'm and, so excited. And it goes by <clears throat> so fast. I mean, I, for mm -hmm. me, 
you know, I can say that because, you know, I'm, I'm 24 years now. I was going to say, yeah. And I know, and I, for the longest time, I would say 20 years and it was like, wait, no, really, if I think about that, how long has it actually been? It's been longer than that. So it's funny that when you're in the groove and um, it just never occurs to you anymore to drink Mm -hmm. or, Mm -hmm. you know, to ever drink. Cause I've had people go, that's so weird. And I'm like, well, maybe it's weird that you drink. I mean, <laughs> you're the one who bought into the marketing that it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've, I've actually been talking to a lot of people about this recently and you know, I'm in the dating process. So, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> so I have this conversation quite frequently to mm-hmm. any new suitors yep. and yeah. So I think it, we, I've been talking about it. And from the fact that I changed my beliefs and I know you did too, like yeah. we don't believe that we need alcohol anymore. Right. And I used to believe that I needed it for everything, for socialization, for, you know, Know, to bring out my personality and all of the stuff. And now I believe that I am whole, you know, without any of mm. that. And I can, now I have, you know, evidence of almost six years and you have evidence of 24 years that life is freaking beautiful after alcohol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. But there is a drink that you use in your ceremonies that um, people yeah. might be like, well, cocoa, did she say cocoa? You serve hot cocoa. So it's called cacao. And uh, could you explain to our listeners what that is? Yeah. Cacao is a sacred plant medicine, superfood, comes from South America, Central America, primarily. It is the pure cacao bean. So essentially it's the bean without anything taken out or without anything put in. So chocolate, because chocolate eventually, it comes from cacao and eventually um, becomes chocolate, but this is pure without any of that, that, any of that processing. So it has a, all plants have consciousness, Mm -hmm. all plants, all plant life, it has a spirit and a consciousness and cacao's spirit and consciousness is specifically feminine and specifically, uh, for our heart opening. Mm -hmm. So on a physiological level, it opens up our hearts. On a spiritual level, it opens up our hearts and and just really helps us see things from um, more compassion and understanding and love and acceptance for ourselves and for our communities and for the world. And so we do sacred cacao ceremonies during a lot of my events, not all of my events, not all of my workshops, but my quantum manifestation workshop, for instance, that's a part of the process at the very beginning. And that just helps my, the attendees to just be able to drop into their bodies, open Mm -hmm. up their hearts, and then really think about what their future looks like, you know, really get that big vision. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. And cacao, just for our listeners who might be in military or law enforcement, it is mm. not something that is detectable because <laughs> it is not illegal. <laughs> Correct. It is not illegal. It is. I mean, if you were to get down to the technical aspect of it, you could say it's chocolate. It is not chocolate. I mean, you know, it's before all of that processing has happened, but it is, it's not a drug. It is plant consciousness. It's just a plant who helps us connect to our hearts. Yes. Yeah. I love that. 
Well, Melissa, it has just been such an honor and that great have you grace us with your mm-hmm. presence. It's just been Thank so you. fun. Always a joy to talk to you. And, you know, obviously we could talk hours on all the amazing things you're doing because it's so mm-hmm. fascinating, at least to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it is to our listeners as well. So is there any advice that you would give someone who's maybe in that void? They're kind of seeing it, they're noticing it. And they're like, what do I do next? Because a lot of our listeners are in transition of some sort, right? Mm. So they're like, I think that maybe I'm, I need to leave my career or sell my business Mm. or start a business Mm. and do something completely different like you did. What Mm. advice would you give them? I am going to say, be quiet, (laughs) really be still. Find opportunities to connect with your heart and with nature and with the earth. I I would say go for lots of walks, you know, take a blanket outside and just sit on the earth with a journal like you were just mentioning and start to ask yourself questions. And it, you you nailed it on the head when you said you took your journal and you started to ask questions and then just got quiet and see, you know, just see what flows from there. Mm-hmm. I think that is a beautiful practice of asking, you know, out loud on, mm-hmm. on pen and paper and just seeing what flows through. And, you know, because they, the more quiet, the more centered we can get, uh, the more still we can get, then the messages have a chance to come through. You know, mm. they have a chance to connect with us because ideas are out there. Like all these ideas and messages are floating out in the quantum field and they're just looking for someone to come <laughs> to, to match with. Right. And, yeah. and, and if we're all busy, then those ideas are going to go and float and go to somebody else you know? And so if we just slow down, really Mm. tap into our heart, really connect with nature and just do some introspection. I love Mm. that. I love that. It just reminds me of something that my, my, my mentor, Rhonda Britton always says is that slow is the new fast. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So any other thoughts or expressions or Mm. messages you want to leave our audience (laughs) with? I think uh, just know that you are magic. Mm. Literally every single person is magic. We're all, I mean, think about it. We're walking around in these, this body and we are living in this world and we're all magical. We're all mystical you know, we are all miracles. And, you know, I just, I think celebrate yourself and and the magic and the uniqueness, the most authentic you that you are. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that because we're just magical manifestors just waiting to be uh, uncovered. Yes, we are. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for being here. This has just been a joy. Mm, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So great, grateful to connect with you today. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. And so you can reach more on her website at healandexpand.com. 
And thank you for listening to the Power of Investing in People podcast. If you took notes, because I hope, hopefully you did, because I'm hopefully you weren't driving <laughs> as you did, but she dropped some major knowledge nuggets as all of our guests do. So go over to Apple Podcasts, give us a honest review and share this episode with a friend, especially if they're in the, the vicinity of wanting to drop into that quantum healing and uh, come to an event in person in the Kansas City area. Cause I know Melissa would, you know, welcome you with open arms. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening. And until next time, let's get fired up. This podcast is a proud partner of the Heroes Media Group, Lima Charlie Network, and Global Sisterhood Podcast Network. Sponsored by Sparks of Fire International, where we get you fired up about your life and business, and Quest Education. What if you could use the money inside your retirement account, penalty, and tax-free, and use that money to start your own dream business? Our friend Daniel Blue from Season 5, Episode 5 over at Quest Education is so kind to give you, our listeners, their How to Grow Your Money Tax-Free online course completely complimentary just for listening to today's show. We invite you to find out more about their generous opportunity at the link in the show notes. So just imagine the business you could start with your freed up money.